Welcome back, everyone. J-Bone here for Smash This Podcast. Blood and guts. My God. What an absolute gorgeous train wreck of a match that was. But before we dive into everything here tonight, folks... Let's run through all the plugs. Don't forget to smash that like button, smash that sub button, and ring that bell for notifications. If you're over on the Twitch, don't forget to give a follow to the channel. You can sub, you can give subs, you can cheer bits, you can do all that lovely stuff. All the socials are down below, the face spots, the Twitter box, and the Instanec. There's also an audio portion of the podcast, excuse me, an audio portion of the podcast over at anchor.fm forward slash smash this podcast. Goes to Overcast, CastBox, Google, Apple. Spotify, uh, so many others. I'll get the list in front of me one of these days. We'll make it flow like Trent does over that other little podcast called Total Nonstop Impact that I told you guys earlier today, if you followed the socials, that there was going to be an announcement on the show tonight. Another way that you can help support the show, if you don't feel like cheering bits, if you don't feel like uh, subbing on Twitch, or if you don't feel like buying merch, if you're not a merch guy, This is the newest and honestly the best way that you can help support the show. Going to do a little share screen of Rooney here and share with you the newest way that you can help support the show. There is now a buymeacoffee.com forward slash Smash this podcast. You can support the podcast for uh, a buck, three bucks, five bucks, or whatever your little heart desires. You can send a message with it. And you can also, I believe there's going to be an option for a monthly, uh, monthly option as well. Coming up. Thanks for the bits, L Punk Tracy. Thank you for the bits. Much love, man. So, uh, and the reason why this is the best way to do it is every single penny that you help support with this option comes straight to me. This site doesn't take a quarter of it. That site doesn't take a third of it or whatever. 
this one is a hundred percent to be. So, and that's actually uh, a courtesy <clears throat> of uh, Mrs. J Bone. She was telling because I've been planning on doing this for a while. I just, you know, you get sidetracked. You work on other stuff. Um, but she was uh, she follows a lot of crafters because she does a lot of crafting herself, baking projects and whatnot. And she told me that a lot of the crafters that she follows on social media is now they're starting to use this <clears throat> as their option for people to help support their um, their business or whatever. So here it is. The link is in the description if you're uh, if you're watching on YouTube as well. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash smash this pot actually it's smash this pod <clears throat> excuse me smash this pod because podcast didn't all fit in the uh, option for making this so smash this pod excuse me but that link should be in the description of the video let me double let me double check that real quick Yeah, the link is in the description, yeah. All right. So, that's the announcement. <clears throat> so, uh, much love, everyone. If you uh, choose to consider help in that way, lots of different ways you can help support the show now. Saying hello to everybody in the chat here. CM Chris, what is up? <clears throat> Zach Bonifer, hope you keep on feeling better, brother. Prime times in here, swack fan, critical sting. <laughs> People wanted it to go Mick Foley style. Well, it practically did. It went more like Shane McMahon style. But honestly, I don't think, I mean, if you really want to nitpick and complain about it, you could say it went... <clears throat> Shane McMahon style off the top as opposed to um McFoley. But I mean let's let's let, let's be honest. You know, you you weren't literally gonna see blood and guts, you but you damn sure were gonna see some blood in this show. But before we tear that all down, let's start at the top of the show. And this was a fun, this is a well-rounded show. Uh, my only immediate uh, criticism, if there is any, honestly, I would have loved to have seen more ladies on this show. Okay? More ladies. Um, but honestly, they if you watch all the content, they load up all the shows in general now with a lot of ladies content i was talking about aew elevation um tuesday morning from the previous evening from monday night and uh one of my favorite matches to watch out of that was thunder rosa versus willow nightingale aka uh you know, formerly uh eye candy from wow women of wrestling um oh you know what someone someone showed 
something to me earlier. Where was this? Oh, Mark. Good old, good old Uncle Mark from TNI. He said, you doing uh he said you doing news tonight. And he shared a tweet with me from Azteca Underground. And um well, should we should we play the jingle? All right, we'll we'll play the jingle. The jingle's fun. Let's play the jingle. So we're gonna we're gonna do some quick news and then we'll we'll dive into this episode of, of Blood and Guts. All right, here's the jingle. Jiminy Christmas. Oh yeah, folks. It's 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 the jingle. Time for some Shimon Moss. Take it away. Searching for my fake wrestling news. <laughs> Prime Time says, says, Jiminy Christmas, this show was five stars. Yeah, I, I'd say it was at least four out of five stars. It was a lot of fun. It was loaded. All right. So, um, yeah, there, there's been some... Uh, Bell's boy, you're late. I just did the announcement. It's okay. I'll say it again. Uh, there is a link in the description uh, if you want to go check it out for I just started a site to help support the show. Uh, it's like Patreon, but different. It's called buymeacoffee.com. And then, then there's a, a forward slash smash this pod as in podcast after it. The link is in the description. And uh you can uh help support the show. You can you can uh you can help support with a dollar, three dollars, five dollars, or whatever you want to fill in. Uh it's all optional. You could send a message with it. It's the start of uh something new. The great part about it is it all a hundred percent of it comes directly to me. You don't have to worry about, oh, this site's going to take this chunk or that site's going to take that percentage. It all comes directly to me. That's the greatest part about it. Um, I'll be working on some tiers soon uh, as I, you know, learn more about this site. I just set this up yesterday really quickly. It was It's easy to set up. That's the great thing about it. Didn't take a lot of work. <clears throat> It's like Patreon, but better. Because like I said, 100% of it comes to me. So, um, But I'll, like I said, I'll be working on tiers soon as far as like, you know, if you donate X amount, then uh, you'll get this from me, you know, or get this, you know, this, that, the other thing. I'm, I'm working on that. So it's a work in progress. I just ask for your patience because it's all, it all takes time to really, Put together so and it also depends on how many people contribute to it as well <clears throat> there's that too so um but all in all you know you'll at least get a heartfelt thank you from me as this kicks off thank you in advance 
for anyone who decides to. All right. Now that I went over that again. <laughs> uh, so Azteca Underground, which looks like it's uh, part of MLW trying to relaunch the Lucha Underground. Um, they, <laughs> they posted a picture Oh, folks, I, I might have to, I might have to start watching this and talking about it as much as I've kind of sworn it off folks. Look who's back. Dario Equeto is back. El Jefe, if you will. Now, I don't know if they're calling his, they're calling the character. I'm going to have to actually watch this, and I might break it down. Uh, there's, there's someone here says uh, El Jefe is back. Uh, yeah, ho holy fuck, Cueto is back. Cuerto. Yeah, they can't even spell it right. It's Cueto. Damn it. <laughs> MLW is my best friend now. Yeah, you won't be hearing that out of my mouth. But I, I, I am I am very, I am damn curious about this. I, I am going to have to check this out because um, they've been hinting at this for a while now. Violet, what is up? Do, do you actually, do you watch this show? See, I saw something the other day, and it looked like they were doing like a mock-off of uh, Dario Cueto coming back. It didn't look like, uh, it didn't look like actually Dario Cueto was going to get put into this. Um, so, but yeah, I, I am going to have to check this out because, uh, and I've if you've been following me for a long time, you know that. I've said that Lucha Underground is the best thing to come out of professional wrestling in the last decade. Just because now look at how many different companies slash you could say like territories, you know, uh, it's touched between Mexico, the U.S., to this company, to that company, this group of people went here, this group of people went there from Impact to WWE to AEW. To Ring of Honor, to, uh, to, to MLW. And they went everywhere. Went worldwide, baby. <laughs> but who dies? <laughs> He's back from the dead, folks. He is back from the dead. It makes me want to watch the last season, season four again, because um, you, know, you forget who was alive and who was dead at the end crazy um because honestly i forget it's a little blurry i'm not gonna lie so yeah I, I i think i'm gonna have to think i'm gonna have to check that out um stp for life hey there's a t-shirt in the link in the description that says that plenty of stuff with that logo on it go get you some merch um Critical stick, you really 
You, you don't redo Lucha Underground without killing people off. Well, you got to bring them back first before you kill them off, but I hear you. Violet says yes. I'm, I'm assuming you mean yes as in you you do watch MLW. Okay. All right. Maybe I'll have to dust off the old MLW. All right. So that's pretty much it for the news. That that did catch my eye. Thank you. Thank you, Mark, for uh, sharing that from the treehouse. Um. <clears throat> Oh, shots fired. I think Impact may actually die before that women's division becomes a reality. Yeah, that is the one thing that is absolutely lacking from that brand of wrestling is a is a uh, a women's division. They have Selena De La Renta. That's their women's division, and she's a manager. So still, they do not have, I mean, <laughs> Ring of Honor has a better women's division as of right now. At least they have a promise of a women's division. <clears throat> uh, Court Bauer, what are you doing? My God. You know, maybe that's a sign that, uh, that they'll bring in some uh, ladies from Lucha Underground that used to be there. Like, um, uh Hey, hey, I, I hear Ivelisse is free now. Uh, you could bring in Ivelisse for a start, uh, fresh start, <clears throat> if you want to call it that. So, um, oh, Bell's Boy says MLW had a season finale tonight and will debut its new season in July at the 2300 uh, Arena in July. Oh, okay. So they're really going to build this up over the course of the next couple months. Interesting. Very interesting. And that's going to be in front of people. And, and apparently, apparently a, a gentleman from another from another podcast is going to be there. Mr. Front Row Bill himself, William Gardner, is going to be there for that. I'm a little jealous. I'm a little jealous. I'm not going to lie. So, yeah, we'll have to see. We'll see what they do. We'll see how this buildup goes. We'll see if they actually make a women's... All these questions. What's going to happen with Dario Cueto? Will they create a women's division? Will they bring back more people from the dead? We'll have to wait and see. Because, damn, I love me some underground stuff. Cute. Cute. We'll see. Yeah, the old ECW arena. All right. Let's dive into tonight's AEW Dynamite Blood and Guts special from May the 5th, 2021. We start out hot here first. We've got the champ. Actually, no, we don't have the champ. We have Naka, Naka, Nakazawa. Oh, I missed that. I missed that entrance that they used to do with him. I missed the baby oil. Is, is that wrong? Is that wrong of me to say I missed the baby oil? Because now he just comes out with a headset looking disgruntled and angry. Well, I'd be disgruntled and angry too if I had to carry someone's belts around. 
we get Don Callis out making the announcement that uh, Kenny Omega is not going to be present for this match, that it's going to be a handicap match. And, of course, Nakazawa looks... looks uh disgruntled you know kind of like an aaron Rodgers is with i'm hearing i hear i hear things i hear things and i see things <laughs> that uh mt mt now what is this mt i know that's like his position he's does that mean his brain is usually when you say mt and you point to your head, it means your head is empty. He's got the headset. What is what is empty? I missed I missed that part. Um, the Polar family says that intro with Naka, Nakazawa was hilarious. Yeah, because Don Callis is like, all right, I could take it from here. Takes the mic. He's doing his own introduction for Kenny Omega. Says he's not going to be there. And as Moxley and Kingston are making their way to the ring, Kenny Omega sneaks up behind and attacks him. So he is there. He is the champ. Is here. He has entered the building, if you will. So they brawl for a while. The beatdown of Mox and Kingston continues, and they finally make it into the ring. They go back and forth. Finally, get the, you know the match gets started. Um, Kenny Omega ends up leaving Nakazawa out there. This poor guy. Zach Bonifer with a guess here. Mic technician? That, you know, you might be close. You might be close. Terrence Sullivan in the chat. Um, you think it's a dig? Polar Family says he thinks it's a dig at QT. It might be. It might be. It is funny, though, if it is. It still doesn't tell me what it is, though. Um, <laughs> but nonetheless, yes, the, the gimmick is funny. But I do I do miss the baby oil. But apparently it uh, almost killed someone in the ring, so maybe that's why they had to stop it. But, you know, he needed something fresh because everybody's, heel, everybody's a heel in this group, so he's got to be heelish. Apparently the baby oil is not heelish enough. Um, <laughs> hello, Christopher. <laughs> Sorry, caps. <laughs> oh man. Um, so yeah, this, this was, this was fun. I mean, Nakazawa really got his, his brains kicked in on this one from Mox and Kingston and Mox and Kingston get the win here after Omega just abandons him in the ring. What a guy. What a guy that Omega. I tell you. Um, then the good bros come down to the ring with the young bucks and they attack Mox and Kingston. And I, I was waiting for some big, like, new arrival. Like, oh, someone's here. Like, you know, you know Tony Schiavone. To, it's, you know, not Sting, but someone else, you know. And, and, and my, my, my little 
my little old fart heart of hearts was uh kind of you know hoping on that one percent thinking that maybe daniel bryan would show up today but no he did not show up today he is but he is in the alumni section of wwe.com that's where he's residing right now i don't know how how well that's going for him he's with a bunch of you know dead guys and a, a bunch of guys that aren't around anymore it can't be very fun it's probably very smelly was that is that too much was that too, i apologize um so yeah we don't know everybody's wondering what's up with daniel bryan is he gonna take an office job is he gonna is he gonna become a coach what's what's gonna go on with with him we could only we could only wonder is he going to show up in another brand? A lot of people really want him to show up in another brand. Let me know in the chat. Let me know in the chat what you want to see, Daniel. I mean, this is going to be something that we kind of discuss, unless something becomes painfully obvious, like it's announced, like, oh, by the way, he is now doing A, B, and C now, or X, Y, and Z now. He's doing this for this place or whatever. Um. Oh God. Um what what do you want to see Daniel Bryan do? I, I honestly want to hear your opinion. It's it, it could be what you want him to do or what you think he's gonna do. It doesn't matter. Just throw it out there. I'm I'm curious to see what people say. Um but yeah, so so no one comes to the rescue of Mox and Kingston, and that's understandable because they are kind of the lone wolves of the roster. Like they're really They've rubbed a lot of different people the wrong way. They don't have a lot of friends per se, you know. Well, the you know the young bucks were back in Mox for a, a cup of coffee. Um and that changed pretty quick. That that changed by the end of the match, as we saw. Um Prime Time says he wants Daniel Bryan in Impact slash AEW slash New Japan. Well, my God, pick one. No, I'm kidding. No, that's 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 quite the menu there. All right. Critical Sting says about to start seeing dragons in the Slammiversary teasers. Oh boy. Oh boy. Kyle says, hey, I just want to say that Smash's podcast is awesome, man. It's been a while. Well, thank you. Thank you, Kyle. Appreciate it. Okay, this this could be comment of the night. This could be comment of the night. Obviously, someone is in the in the treehouse tonight. Sean Solomon Wheat says, Daniel Bryan versus Mr. Anderson. I know I should have done that with like the mic gesture, but I didn't. Versus Tajiri in All Japan Pro Wrestling. Sean is smoking some beautiful, colorful stuff tonight. Hope it's legal where you're at, sir. All right, let's see. What else we got here? Uh... <laughs> CM Chris, what is up? Says, uh, who knows what'll happen with Daniel Bryant, but I think he will wrestle part-time and take a huge break from wrestling to be a father. Big picture here, yes, absolutely. 
and and you can't blame him because he's 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 wrecked himself over the years. The American Dragon? Yes. If you're not aware, folks, he used to be called the American Dragon. Go look up some of his stuff way back in the day. Some of his best stuff is from Ring of Honor um, and other places like, um, oh, what is that? Oh, Dragon Gate USA. That's where I saw him versus Mox. That's actually where I became a fan of John Moxley and an even bigger fan of Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson, whatever you want to call him. But yeah, let me know what you think. No wrong answers here. Yeah, unless you're Sean. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Love you, Sean. You always bring a chuckle to the show with your your ideas. Daniel Bryan versus Omega. Dear God. Shut up and take my money. PWG. Is that even around anymore? Of course, we had the pen, that little thing called the pandemic this last year that really wrecked stuff. Certainly could. It would really kick that, kickstart that puppy again, hey? All right. So, no one rescues Mox and Kingston. What do we got next here? Uh, we get the announcement that Britt Baker, or excuse me, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, will face. Uh, AEW Women's World Champion Hikaru Shida at double or the uh, double or nothing pay per view. Good for Britt Baker. Can't wait to see that. Could possibly be one of the best women's matches of the year, right there. Hopefully. Uh, then we get QT Marshall. Is it Marshall or Marshall? We'll just have more room. There we go. Versus Cody Rhodes, a returning Cody Rhodes to the ring. Yes, I know he returned last week and almost threw QT Marshall off the bus. Actually, you know, looking back on that now, we now know why. <laughs> we now know why Cody didn't throw him off the top of the bus because he didn't want to overshadow what was going to happen tonight. It all makes sense. Storytelling, right? Storytelling. Um, so QT Marcel versus Cody Rhodes was fun. Um, nothing huge to really take away from here other than the ending. Um, they, you know, they did have a few close calls throughout the match. They both took each other's finishers and kicked out of them. Um, Anthony Ogogo comes out at the end and punches Cody Rhodes after Cody Rhodes comes away with the victory. Cody Rhodes beats him with a figure four leg lock. Cause like I said, QT Marcel kicked out of the uh, crossroads and not too many people kick out of that. But Anthony Agogo comes out with his, uh, his, um, what is, what is the flag called again? It's, it's right on the tip of my tongue. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's the UK flag, if you will, the British flag, uh, he comes out and, um, he punches Cody Rhodes, dropping him. He's laying there on the mat and then he covers him with 
the flag of the is his, you know, his national Union Jack. Thank you, Violet. Appreciate that. I, I kept picturing the band Def Leppard all dressed in the Union Jack, you know, tank tops and sh little little shorts. <laughs> That classic early 80s picture that's uh it was my introduction to what the Union Jack flag is. Uh thank you, Violet. But yes, covers him with the Union Jack flag, and he is just out for the count. My God, that that Anthony Agogo is just ridiculously tough. Um, so that's probably setting up the next feud. Um you know, he's going to be the next big bad guy. They're going to feature him very similar to how they're doing Jade Cargill right now. You know, highlight the big moves like that so, you, you know, you don't uh, accentuate the, the flaws like maybe he's not as good of a wrestler, you know. Yeah, primetime says boxer versus wrestler. Yeah, God, where did we see that before? <laughs> Little nod to uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper versus Mr. T back in the day. Um, fun stuff, great classic there. Um, so yeah, that they'll probably face each other. My guess is double or nothing. That'll be one of the what do they call that A exhibition matches? You know, one of the the feature presentations. Um, <laughs> yes, you remember Def Leppard. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Violet. I knew someone's going to, right? All right. Now, next. Um, well, yeah, it was a good match between Cody and QT. I don't want to poo-poo on it. It was good back and forth. Great to see Cody back. Uh, Cody did look like he was in great shape. I will say that. <laughs> Critical stay. How many times is Cody going to end up showcasing his inability to pick good friends? Spears, MJF, QT. Yeah, guys, who, who are his friends? I mean, he's got, well, you know what? That's why it's called the Nightmare Family. He doesn't have a lot of friends per se. He's got family. So there you go. Hopefully that clears that up. But no, I I do agree with you. He's, <laughs> what friends? What friends does he have left? He's turned them all away. Uh, now we've got Marvez with uh, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page cutting promos on Sting and Darby Allen. Uh, I loved, not to take away from Scorpio Sky, but this is all about Ethan Page here. Uh, talking about his past with Darby Allen. It's something that I've talked about at length on here on Smash This Podcast. His history in Evolve. Please, like I said, folks, if you have not seen that history before, please go look it up. It's well worth your Googling or whatever you got to do to go find it. Um, Darby Allen comes out of nowhere then to throw down with Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. No sting for the backup because Scorpio Sky took him out and broke his leg. Doesn't sound like Sting's going to be around for a while. 
Yes, according to Ethan, nobody saw it. That's right, Critical Sting. But I saw it. I saw it. I am one of three card-carrying members of the Flow Slam that do remember that. Smash that like button if you remember Flow Slam, if you've seen that footage. It's great stuff. Uh, and then they, speaking of throwdown, they throw down with Darby Allen. In fact, they throw him down the stairs. Just looks absolutely brutal. Um, no, Eric, no impact wrestlers showed up tonight. <laughs> I was not expecting it. I mean, the, the closest thing that we could have gotten to that is if someone from impact came into rescue um rescue uh john moxley like a sammy callahan i heard a lot of people say they wanted sammy callahan to show up but no that did not happen you're not going to see that on you're not going to see that on here you're it's uh it's just not going to happen and if it does, it's going to be a mild miracle. And I'm not, that's not me complaining about it. I've just come to the terms that whatever happens is going to be Impact Wrestling bringing AEW folks over to their brand to help build it up, maybe put some more eyes on it, or just to expand the brand. Um, so we'll see. But anyways, um, so yeah, they destroy... Darby Allen, they throw him down the stairs. So expect that, uh, expect that coming up real soon. In fact, uh, isn't Ethan Page? Wait, 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 wait who is? Oh no, Dar um, Miro. I know I'm jumping ahead of things here, but Miro shows up. Why did I not write this down? Probably because I was in the midst of doing something in the room. Um, Miro does, I don't remember where it shows up later, but Miro comes out for a promo and he basically challenges uh, Darby Allen later to his TNT championship. So that is one thing that we are going to, um, that is one thing we are going to see tomorrow. CM Chris says, are you looking forward to the first episode of season three of Dark Side of the Ring tomorrow? Yes, absolutely. I will be. I won't be covering that live tomorrow because we're doing stuff with TNI as I always do now on Thursdays. Um, possibly later this weekend because I'll be picking up my son on Friday um, and spending the weekend with him. So I'm not planning on doing much as far as podcasting. If if I do anything, it'll be like a Sunday night thing. Sunday, or, or I'll save it for Monday for a big, you know, thing about Dark Side of the Ring. Because I'll be covering both parts of one and two of the Brian Pillman thing. If you have not caught part one of the Brian Pillman, um, you know, season three, episode one, Brian Pillman, part one, it's on their YouTube channel. <clears throat> Pretty easy to find. But yeah, I'll be covering it, uh, both of them together within the next uh, few days, probably at the end of the weekend. Uh, Dr. Britt Baker has an absolute squash match against 
someone who they went way out of their way to say that she is not part of the Hart family. Julia Hart from Minnesota, not up there in Canada. <clears throat> um, made short work of her. I think Julia Hart gave her one punch. One punch. We call her One Punch Julia. Uh, and you know, Dr. Britt Baker just, uh, like, I get it. You know, they were making her just look strong going into this new promotion of her being the number one contender and the pay-per-view coming up. I got to look and see when that is end of May. I believe it is. I believe it's the end of May, um, Memorial day weekend, <clears throat> whatever day that falls on. Oh, CM Chris says, it's geo-blocked as I am in the UK, so I had to find other ways to watch part one. Ah, uh, well, it's out, it's, well, it is out there. I don't know if they're going to play both parts on TV back-to-back. -back. That I don't know. I have not checked the guide yet. Violet says May 30th. Thank you so much. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I'll have to check. But yeah, it's I I've seen the episode out there on other sites, and you can <laughs> depends on how good your uh your computer is to ward away the evils of the internet, but you can find it on other sites. That's weird that it's geo uh geography blocked that's crazy i don't I don't understand why that is maybe they'll unblock it when season one actually starts that's my guess i hope i hope they don't keep it that way but i know i've seen it out there just be careful looking for it uh next we got the varsity blondes versus jurassic express versus scu versus the acclaimed and this is for a number one contendership spot to face the young bucks next week on dynamite for the aew world tag team titles um this was a lot of fun just just an absolute crap ton of um you know good tag team back and forth here everybody getting there so you say everybody getting their shit in, you know, a la, you know, Brian Cage. Um, <laughs> Prime Time says, J-Bone, when is AEW going to push Brian Pillman Jr.? Um, well, I mean, his tag team getting this slot is, I'd say, a bit of a push. Um, his tag team should get a shot at the Young Bucks. Tired of seeing SCU versus... The Young Bucks. Well, they're building up this thing with SCU because SCU is not going to be around much longer. They, they did this story where the next time that SCU loses, they're done. And that's why they've been on such a winning streak. Um, Is that mean it's going to be Christopher Daniels? I don't want to overthink this, but is this going to be Christopher Daniels stepping away from wrestling altogether? And Kazarian just continuing on as a single star? 
uh, I'd hate to see that, but I, I've seen, you know, Christopher Daniels has been slowly, you know, stepping out of the spotlight of professional wrestling. Let's not kid ourselves. He's, his early days in the worlds of wrestling, we're covering it over on the throwbacks of TNI, the early days of NWA TNA. He's just phenomenal. I mean, he's, you know, not to use AJ Styles thing, but he is phenomenal. You know, he's another phenomenal guy. So, um, yeah, Brian Pillman Jr. is a is a is a good wrestler, but I th- feel like he still has a lot to learn. And putting him in a tag team does it it protects him a little bit. You know, for when he is, when they do feel he is ready to break away as a single star, that day is going to come. That day is absolutely going to come because they know the lineage that that boy carries. Yeah, he's good. But I think uh, that uh, Griff Garrison guy is pretty good too. So, but yeah, their their day will come. And I, I think they have a hell of a, Hell of a tag team theme, uh, entrance theme too. It sounds just like uh, uh, "Welcome to the Jungle" from from Guns N' Roses. Um, but yeah, this this match was great. SCU does get the win here. I'll say who looked the best though was probably uh, Jurassic Express or the Acclaimed. Honestly, in my in my professional podcasting opinion but scu does come out here with a win oh man kazarian just a workhorse just an absolute workhorse great stuff isn't talent relations cd's job title or something yes he is one of the top guys in the company or top I don't want to say agents. I mean, he's not an EVP, but he does have a, a pretty top tier position in the company, which, and it's, it's, uh, it's quite the um, amount of respect thrown his way to give him that position as well. You know, that if he does step away, slowly step away from wrestling and he's got that to lean back on, he's not going to leave the company or anything, you know, so, um, yeah, he's more backstage. Yeah. Yeah. He's not, he's not, um, oh, Violet says JR seemed to foreshadow that, uh, Christopher Daniels didn't have many matches left. Okay. Yeah. He probably said that during the match. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised at all. So. Yeah, he's had a hell of a career. He's absolutely had a hell of a career. Um, so, yeah, I can't wait to see SCU versus uh, Young Bucks. It's going to be an emotional match. It really is. Because it could be what we, we could see is the end of Christopher Daniels in the ring. Maybe. We'll see. Next, uh, let's see. We got uh, Tony Schiavone with Kenny Omega out here announcing 
who is going to be, well, it was supposed to be announcing who is going to be his opponent for double or nothing, the pay-per-view coming up at the end of the month. Uh, instead, they announce, which I feel like it didn't have quite the zing it could have because a lot of people have had their eyes on Hangman Adam Page. They've been really pushing Hangman Adam Page. He started out, I don't know how many episodes with this streak that they've been talking about. I think that's the ultimate end game here is somewhere later this year, they're going to have Hangman Adam Page versus Omega, and that'll finally put the exclamation point at the end of that long going feud that they've had over the last calendar plus years. Um, but they announced that two guys are tied with the same uh, record, I believe they said. And so they're going to have uh pack with, or excuse me, pack versus, excuse me, uh, Orange Cassidy next week for the number one contender who's going to face Kenny Omega for the AEW world title at double or nothing. Now, <laughs> that's, that's funny. Uh, prime time. Says how in the Jiminy Christmas does Orange Cassidy got a better record uh, than Hangman and a Page? I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to look at the numbers, but uh, Page, yeah, Page lost to Cage, so that knocked him down a few pegs. But hey, that's that's numbers, you know. That's if you're the numbers game, you'll you'll understand that more than others probably. Uh, but he's talking to Kenny Omega. They announce Pack versus Orange Cassidy. And, and Omega just kind of goes on and on and on, you know, bragging. And, and uh, while he's he's flapping his gums, uh, Nakazawa's out there, uh, you know, carrying all the belts. Now, some of you may have seen Bully Ray on the Twitter box saying how insulting and he's just doing this to get people talking and to, to make people mad. And it's, it's just going to make him chuckle at the end of the night or probably the rest of this week, depending on how much attention it's get. And I'm not going to put bully over. I'm not going to sit there and be like, Oh my God, bully's right. How could Nakazawa sit there and carry the TNA championship around his waist and the Impact World Championship over his shoulder. It's so insulting to the brand of Impact Wrestling. Takes away other... Shut the fuck up. I'm not going to sit there and put that over. It's what a heel is supposed to do. Put the title that's not a part of this company on your lackey and have him carry it out. Could he have carried all the belts? Sure, but that's not what this show is about. 
I noticed some people in, on Discord talking about that this is the most that the Impact slash TNA world titles had been mentioned on the show since all this started. Yeah, it probably is. So, I mean, am I going to blow that up? No. It's, you know, it's, uh, this is the show where the AEW title is going to be shown off and defended. Is he, I mean, at least he had the Impact World title out there. Let's put that over. The Impact World Champion is on that show, showing off that world championship. How about we put that over instead of complaining about it? You know, we can act like, oh, he's a, he's a, yeah, we're supposed to boo him because he's, you know, he stole the championship. He took it and put it on another show. No, he showed up with the belt and he's showing off the prestige of that world title. That's what he's doing. See, just flip it around and then you understand what they're doing. I mean, he didn't come out there and say, oh, I got all these belts and, you know, they're not worth anything. At least he didn't say that. Yeah, then you could sit there and complain about it. But no, Nakazawa's carrying him. That's what he's for. He's the lackey. Carry my belts, bitch. You know, that's, <laughs> that's what he's doing. So, but anyways, Omega's out there talking. Orange, now this is interesting. Orange Cassidy comes out, no pack. No pack, and I'm not sure why. I'm, I'm not sure why he wasn't there. Um, but I'm not going to, I'm going to try not to overthink it, but Orange Cassidy's out there, doesn't say a word. He steals his shades, puts <laughs> puts his shades on Nakazawa. He put over the worth of the shades. He did that. That was funny. Thank you, Violet. Heels doing heel shit. Thank you. See? There you go. <clears throat> it's <laughs> RK, what's up? See, he says, uh, he says it's it's very tedious trying to explain things to people. It is. It is, but I'm I'm trying to make sure that my audience at the same time is not losing my mind. So I'm trying to throw a, a little bit of common sense your way, you know. And I'm not one of those people that's going to sit here and fill his pants and be like, look, I filled my pants. This is the exhaustion and my ass has sitting in this seat, you know, losing my ever-loving mind because my, my, my brain is in my ass. And No, I'm not one of those guys. I'm not one of those guys. <laughs> there went the rest of my brain cells. Um, yeah, so Omega's just trying to embarrass and insult Orange Cassidy. Um, I am really curious to see what's going to happen between Orange Cassidy and Pac, though, because I want to see them have just a knockdown, dragout, insane match. And I'm sure it's going to be fun. But Pac is one of those guys who's not going to take a lot of shit from Orchard Cassidy. And, I mean, are we – it's it's going to make a lot of people assume 
I don't want to drag on this all night, but it's going to make a lot of people assume after seeing this that Orange Cassidy is going to come off with the win here. But I'll be honest, me personally, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. Give me your thoughts on this. I'm sure I'm not the only one. Um, <laughs> CM Chris, insert moose sound clip in here in my ass. Yeah, of course. There you go. <laughs> oh, God. I'll have to transfer that one over. Um, now what the hell is he going to say? Oh, uh, I would much rather see Omega versus Pac than Omega versus Orange Cassidy. That's me. That's just me. But we'll see what we get. Nonetheless, I'm sure it'll be entertaining next week. All right. Now, oh, here, I did write it down. Uh, Tony Schiavone interviewing Miro. Miro throws out the challenge. Um, and he is going to face... Apparently he's got he's got it in the contract for next week that he's going to face Darby Allen. Darby Allen has to face him or forfeit the AEW TNT title. So, I have a feeling, folks, that we are going to see a new champion next week, and that tells me one thing that they're not ready to put a a title on Ethan Page yet. And um, they just want to have a really good feud between Darby Allen and Ethan Page, and they don't want it for a title. That's me. That's me just guessing off the top of my head. I could be wrong. (laughs) Miro going to whip poor uh, Darby Allen says prime time. Yeah, probably. It's it's not going to be pretty. We're going to have to see how much fight is left in Darby Allen again. You know, God, who? Okay, now I'm this. This is a little fuzzy because this happened almost twenty years ago. This happened like 17, 18 years ago. Brock Lesnar. I believe this was on SmackDown many, many moons ago, through some guy, is it that one-legged guy down the stairs? I can't think of the guy's name. I can picture him. I can't think of his name. Who is that guy? Darby Allen's going to show up like him next weekend. Um But yeah, I got a feeling Miro is just going to destroy. Zach Gowan. Thank you, everyone, who's popping that in the chat. Uh, Zach Bonifer. Zach Gowan. Uh, prime time. Yes, thank you. Zach Gowan. Man. Good job, guys. Good job. I knew somebody was going to come up with that. Now, on to the main event. Blood and guts. We got Pinnacle. The, the pineapple, the pinnacle versus the inner circle. I'll run down the uh, the order of appearance here. Starts out 
hot between Sammy Guevara, and that's and then that's a that, that's a pretty stand up thing for Sammy Guevara to do. I mean, and I don't want to take anything away from Dax Harwood either, but Sammy Guevara, they show him saying, "Hey, I'll, I'm going to take one for the team. I'm going to go in there first. and he had to go a long time from start to finish. He and Dax. So props to both those guys for starting this war against each other. There was, this was just amazing. Sammy Guevara. I, I will say this, this is probably one of the best showings that I've seen of Sammy Guevara. Absolutely. He absolutely, I mean, he even did a coast to coast a la RVD in this match. Uh, just simply amazing. Who did he, that's, that was a revenge to uh, Sean Spears. I believe it was smashed him with the, with the chair. Styles, what is up, brother? Yes, CM Chris, so much blood. There was an absolute ton of blood in this match. Um, no guts, though. Thank God, no guts. Um, so here's the order. We started out with Dax and Sammy. Uh, number three was Sean Spears. Number four, Ortiz. Number five, Cash Wheeler, number six, Santana. So you had both tag teams in there. That was appropriate. So they, they really went at each other. That was great. Then you had the big guys stepping in. Number seven was Wardlow. Number eight, Jake Hagar. And last but certainly not least, rounding out the 10 was number nine, MJF. Number 10, Jericho. And yes, everybody was bleeding by the end of this. Hell, Jake was even bleeding off the side of, I don't know if he hit his head into the, the fence, like just psyching himself up or something, but he was bleeding before the match even started, before Sammy even got in there. He had he had blood, like, he, like a, a huge scrape along the side of his head. I was like, oh my God, this guy's crazy. Um, Not a ton of highlights I took out of here. I mean, obviously the ending, we're going to get to that. Uh, Sammy with the coast to coast with the chair shot on Sean Spears. Couple, um, I'm not going to say botches because my God, with losing the blood and you're going to slip on stuff in the ring and everything. Um, no one else took what looked like any huge, huge, um, I would say, you know, bumps like Jericho did at the end. Uh, it almost looked like Sean Spears was going to when he was hung up in the, um, oh, I don't know what the hell you call that. It was part of the structure on the inside of the ring. Um, uh, uh, Violet says, says, did someone attack Hager? Well, I mean, they all attacked each other, but they all got, they all got, you know, double, triple teamed at one point. Because, I mean, at one point, the pinnacle was standing tall. At one point, the inner circle was all standing tall. And it was all to just keep the crowd excited, hyped, keep the... Um... Oh, did it, someone tack him before? I don't know. I'd have to go back and watch it. But he was, I mean, I'm assuming he just like, you know, stuck his head into the cage and maybe snagged it or something. I don't know. 
I could have missed. I could have missed it. Who knows? You might have. Who knows? But this was uh th this was a blast. This um I don't I don't think they could have done anything else to this. Um <laughs> and I, I'd love to see someone complain about the ending. I mean, it was it was perfect. As soon as you saw people up on top, you knew something was gonna happen. You knew someone was gonna take a flying leap. I'm completely fine with how this ended. I kind of thought the pinnacle was going to win here. The only small confusing way is usually at the end of a war is when you see a big match like this to end the score. How do you continue this? Does Jericho go away now for a while? Does he take a break? Does he quarantine? Before he starts touring again, I'd have to go look up Fozzie's tour dates because I know they're starting to tour sometime in the next couple months. So that's my guess is this is how they write him off TV. I could be completely wrong, but this is just, you know, you know, how, how do you write someone off TV if they've got multiple things going on, podcasting, they're a musician, you know, worldwide known phenom phenomenon as... Of course, Jericho, who always has a lot on his plate. Because he's got something coming up with Fozzie. In fact, I think they're coming around here. I'd have to double check. Um, but yeah, so that's my guess. Is This is how they write him off. And the pinnacle stands tall and, uh, and does their thing. You know, do they get near any championships while they're on top here they should in my opinion maybe ftr gets another tag title shot maybe wardlow and mjf go after some belts something something's gonna happen they should you know or maybe they'll just keep them away from championships and they'll just take out everyone in their path until it's time to pull the trigger and have mjf beat someone for a top title who knows He's got that ring. Not sure when he's going to have to defend that next, but I'm sure he's going to be in that. So, um, but yeah, overall, you know, great war games style match there. I said it. Um, they, uh, I don't think they mentioned war games once in this, which is just a nod to not put over another company that owns it. And that's fine. They don't want to get in trouble. Um, I'm sure they could have, if they wanted to, but they went out of their way to call this the blood and guts match, even calling it a blood and guts match way back in history. When, you know, Cody's dad, Dusty Rhodes was doing it with, several other people including Tully Blanchard and whatnot so but yeah they, so the inner circle to talk about the ending the inner circle surrendered when MJF hit Jericho with the ring rendering him almost unconscious you know, and he was bleeding like a stuffed pig then and then uh he yelled down. He said, I'll throw him off if you don't surrender right now. So Sammy actually, I think he was, Sammy was the ones that, that uttered it. I, we surrender because he didn't want to see anything happen to Chris Jericho. But then he threw him off anyways. And he went 
through the steel stage. Oh my God. Which I'm, it's, you know, they, they got to pad it. They got to, because it was very thin metal. Uh, so, you know, so it sounded like a steel barrier giving away when, you know, it was, it was still cool. I'm not going to complain about it. You know, they got to, they're not going to cut away part of a, a real steel floor and have them go through it. Cause that would be insanely dangerous for a guy that has so much going on. Like Chris Jericho, you can't do that to a guy like that. So, but he did take the bump and props to him for doing that. You know, it still looked awesome. No complaints there. You know, he got busted open, took the big fall, his team lost. Um, It'll be interesting to see where this goes. The The most entertaining part of this, honestly, is going to be hearing MJF brag about this the next day, you know, or, you know, you know, after the fact, whether it's in a promo that ends up on social media, the next episode of AEW Dynamite next week, we'll have to wait and see. I'm sure there's going to be some sort of celebratory, celebratory, happenings going on they're going to oh are they going to bust out the bubbly for this one a la jericho oh Jared sullivan says outstanding show tonight yes absolutely it was it was a great show um yeah my only complaint is i would have loved to seen a, a few more of the ladies involved in it but overall uh that's my only constructive criticism you know you you put over the new heel challenger you, you gave her a squash match uh it makes her look strong going into this this official feud now that's going on for double or nothing so um Oh, Violet has a very interesting thing here. But was Sammy saving Jericho or betraying him? Oh. Huh. That is interesting. I mean, you know, we're going to have to wait and see. If the aftermath is Sammy receives like a payout from MJF and Sammy joins the pinnacle, then obviously it was a betrayal. But I don't see that happening. I think this is going to be a really big start to pushing Sammy as a big-time babyface. That's what I hope comes of this, but that's a very interesting point, Violet. That's a very interesting point. Let me, you know what? Let's let's put it to the audience. What do you think this will end up being? Do you think Sammy betrayed his group, the inner circle? Do you think he betrayed Jericho? Or do you think it is as how we saw it on TV that he tried to save him by surrendering the win? I'm really curious to see what you people say. Great point, Violet. Great point. (laughs) 
Critical Sting says, the world doesn't need another wave of bubbly puns. Really, Critical Sting? I don't know. I kind of think they do. <laughs> oh, a little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> Primetime says, you remember Starcade, Jim Cornette, Fall, Skywalker? match oh i think i seen that footage where he fell off and that was um what midnight express versus oh god rock and roll express is that who it was or was it or was it the von erics this midnight express i think against someone god that's really fuzzy i'm really showing my age there <laughs> But yeah, nonetheless, uh, that's the show for tonight. Thank you so much for everyone who showed up tonight for the review. And for those that came in late, let me just reiterate what I showed uh, at the start of the show before the review. Uh, Smash This Podcast now has a new way that you can support the show at buymeacoffee.com. The link is in the description. So it's buymeacoffee.com forward slash smash this pod, not podcast, pod. Uh, And whatever you choose to donate to the podcast, the great part of it is, unlike some other donation sites where you try to support someone, uh, part of it goes to that site or, you know, you know, this portion goes this place, that portion goes that place. No, 100% of it goes, uh, 100% of it goes directly to me. So that is the best way you can support the show right now. Uh, there's a $1, $3, I believe $5, or whatever you choose to uh, donate. Uh in uh in way of supporting the show and i am going to slowly work on some tiers but it also depends on how many people choose to do this so no matter how and in look i just and thank you in advance no matter how you decide to support the show whether it's subbing on twitch uh sharing you know the posts on social media uh you know or uh, or cheering bits as some of you have done tonight um, it's all love, so and it's all appreciated. Um, but with the cup of coffee, it all goes directly, one hundred percent, to me immediately. That's a great. That's the greatest way to to do that right now. You know, or the merch link is in the description as well. You want to support the show that way? That's also appreciated. So all the different ways, however you do, it's all very much appreciated. Much love to you all. So, um, what else? The socials in the description, they're all down there. The Twitter box, the face botch, and the Instanec. And for your bone on the go, the audio portion of this podcast is at anchor.fm forward slash smash this podcast, where it goes out to Google, Spotify, CastBox, uh, Rebel Radio, uh, Verbal so many others um so yeah just look that up on anchor.fm and choose which one 
there's like seven or eight different links you can choose on the page uh, or just list to it from anchor.fm forward slash smash this podcast for your bone on the go can't think of anything else related to the podcast okay so tomorrow night back on tni for the uh impact wrestling for the watch along and the review following and can't wait to do that with uh bill trent and everybody there mark alicia kyle we miss you <laughs> hopefully uh kyle will be back this summer that's how it's looking so we cross our fingers on that one so um Oh, someone in the chat says Candace died. Candace, Candace, who? Candace, I don't know many Candaces in the world of wrestling. Is that Candace? Is it Candace Michelle? I'm not seeing anything trend here. I'm just quick looking up on Twitter. I'm not seeing anything. Someone trolling me? What's going on? Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's a troll. Jiminy Christmas. It's not even funny. All right. On that lovely note, we get out of here. Thanks, everyone, for the support. And you know what we always do? We smash that like button. We smash that sub button. We ring that bell for notifications. Why? So that you know when more of my content hits your screen. Much love, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow night. Oh, God, you made me chuckle. Some people. Crazy. All right, we'll see you tomorrow night on TNI. Take care.